Hello. Matthew? Yeah. What's up, dude? <laughs> Not much, man. This is a, this is wild. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. All right, so you want you ready to get started? You want... Oh yeah, let's give it a try. Yeah, I hear you good. Right. You hear me? Yeah, dude, I hear you good, and it's really welcome back to you on shuffle. This is a neat episode for us, and sorry about the two week hiatus that was on my end, working out of town. Um, we 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 planned this while I was out of town, but uh, unfortunately, uh, things just kept coming up, uh, and I know. I was very excited to do it because uh, we've got such a good topic, uh, something that we, you know, we uh, planned for a while. I know you've probably had your notes ready for a while, and but we're going to talk about the the music industry and uh, the things we don't like about it more specifically. Um, but uh, man, how the hell have you been, real fast? How you been? And uh, real <laughs> fast, uh, what reason I said your name uh, was because it says my name. It says host Daniel. Uh, Daniel Raven, I'll just, I don't care, I'll say it. Uh, and then it's, you popped in, it says connected, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure uh, where that's from because I sent it to the, to my iPad, so I'm not sure. Well, just to be clear uh, to the audience, uh, <laughs> uh, this is not Jerry, This that is Matthew. Uh, and I do want to say, before we get going, I know I, this has been killing me, I need to say it. Uh, I want to thank everyone uh, we've had more listeners than we have uh, yet, and it's not even close. Um, we, uh, you know, just just so many listens this week, and kept uh, refreshing the app and uh, and put it again because I was like, there's no way any in just a week. Uh, but nonetheless, excited about. It. I just I'm uh, for everyone who does listen, and uh, and please continue to do so, and uh, we're going to keep getting better all right moving past that though um what was our homework <laughs> uh listen to enough's enough that's right that's right okay so i just wanted to make sure uh i so i the after we uh we brought it up which uh, it was a sunday week i listened to it that monday uh and i what would i listen to i listened to um hold on. Let me pull it up real fast. Um, um, I listened to the Cover and Gold, uh, which is, you know, a cover song. And then I listened to a little bit of the Diamond Boy. But you know what? Let's, let's, keep, the, uh, let's keep it going as usual. What did you think, Matthew? Well, uh, Enough's Enough is a group that I can't say I knew. Like, I definitely heard of them. Um, I can't say I was right. the biggest fan. I honestly probably could say I probably never heard their music before. I've, I've always oh, wow. just heard them as, a, at, you know, just a group in the 80s. Um, so I can't say I was that familiar with the group. But after giving giving them a listen, I I don't want to sound too harsh. Yeah. I didn't like it, really. Um, the um, I think the biggest thing was, I guess, I guess a couple things, honestly, this so they just didn't have any catchy songs. The songs weren't as, I mean, if you listen to the other, other hair metal groups from those days, you know, right. I, I know we've talked about them in the past, Dawkins and White Lion, Poison, Motley right. Crue. Um, they just have more, more catch, catchy songs. They have songs with better mm-hmm. hooks. And I, 
I, I just didn't get any any songs from them. Uh, okay. ha- had those catchy parts that I like, and um, that, and uh, I say I have to say that the lead singer he, he was a little nasally. His voice was, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, he sang. Uh, not, not a fan, huh? Yeah, I can't say I was the biggest fan um, of Chip of Chip. I think his name was Chips Enough. Uh, yeah, which. As far as like band names, I know we talked about that ages ago. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, he does have an awesome. I'm assuming this is real name. <laughs> right? I, 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 I chips enough, and it's just his band name is enough's enough. I mean, I, it's almost like winger, almost in a way. You know, like yeah. making a band name out of your own name. Um, right. So, so I do got to got to give that to him. Um, but um, yeah, I can't say I was the biggest fan. Which reading up on them, um, they said that um, I guess it was the group itself said that they're closer to Cheap Trick and Elvis Costello compared to other more I guess the other hair metal groups from the '80s as far as like right. more popular sound. Um, so, so, so that so I guess that led to their did you hear a little different? Yeah, I heard that. Like I definitely heard that some of the Cheap Trick, um, and I definitely I, not the Elvis Trick, Costello. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, well, I can't say I know, know a whole lot of Elvis Costello songs myself, yeah. but, um, but Cheap Tricks is a group that I can't say I'm the biggest fan of either, either but I know some of their songs, and I definitely yeah. heard the um, the influence there. But uh, overall, can't say I was a fan. Uh, I went through their biggest songs as far as what you know, Spotify categorized as their biggest songs. And like I say, can't say I liked it, to be honest. Well, um, okay. Now you you mentioned the cheap trick thing, because uh, I, I didn't see that. I know this is well topic, but cheap trick is another one of those bands that uh, seems like you're less manly if you say you don't like them. Um, <laughs> but I, I, they have, I, and I don't know why, because uh, I, if they're being honest, they're cheap trick fans, but uh, they're just. I guess like Eagles or I, I really I mean you just if you say no nah, I don't really care for Cheap Trick it's like what come on man but I, I but I tend to agree with you I'm not I'm not a Cheap Trick uh, fan uh, but uh, but no with enough is enough um, I feel like because I'm the one who brought it up and you know there are some songs songs of theirs that I do like I think that they're interesting to me because the songs that I like the most cover songs um i think they do they're really um they do a really good job with cover songs i think they're really clever in how they do them and um so they uh so that i like and i and i say that now they had a cover album come out uh, about five seven years ago and stone cold crazy they did that one which is really good um but uh they do have a a, a album that came out uh, about four or five years ago called diamond boy uh and there are two pretty good songs on there where did you go um, that I do like, but saying all that, uh, I think I just mentioned three or four songs. That's a, and none of uh, their catalog does it for me prior to uh, six or seven years. Um, so you know, I, I kind of tend to agree with you on that. I think, uh, you, you know, which I, I know we use this a lot, and maybe I just trying to be too nice and spread the love all the time. But uh, I think they they're talented. Uh, 
you know, well, I know you can say, well, no shit, Daniel, they're famous or they're, they've been a torn, you know, rock band for a hundred years. No, I mean, they are very, you can see the talented and, uh, but uh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't hate them so far. Yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat. I mean, I think there, I know I've talked about before in the past, the um, hair metal kind of hierarchy as far as like most popular groups. Like, you know, I I think I still like Poison and Motley Crue probably at the top. Um, But then like underneath them were like, you know, Dawkins and White Lion. Right. I want to say there's like even a group below them that are, are like, I guess they were very, very much in the late in the late eighties. You know, they okay. had like you know one big album. You know, then like you know the nineties pretty much just ate them up. You know, they didn't last. Sure. And like, like chips, like enough's enough. Seems like a group that would, that's in that category. Um, yeah. They're big for like a handful of years, and they just kind of disappeared. And then, like, um, I think another group, something like Faster Pussycat, maybe another group like mm. that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, like these groups that I guess for me that are even less, like you know, unless you're obviously in the '80s and you're you know a fan of this music, you know, you just didn't right. necessarily get into this stuff. Um, sure. And like you know, and like I said, me and you, you know, we love love the '80s, especially the hair metal stuff. And like I said, you know, we you know I said just said it just now. I mean, they've it, we just didn't like you know these uh, some of the songs. You know, there's only a couple songs we liked, and you know, that was it. Um, so yeah, there's one of those, one of those groups that I guess that the eighties, that the modern day forgot and, yeah, you know, I just don't know how much success they would have if they were, you know, around today doing their thing. Yeah. Um, well, on the flip side of that, I think the, the more, the, the stuff that in today's age is better to me, um, as I mentioned, but, but no, uh. I definitely now I wish I could and I try to remember for the purpose of this podcast had a um they did a song uh unplugged I think it was on Stern um I I uh you know they did it like in the in the studio uh at the Stern show. I want to say it was the Stern show um but and uh, and you could fact on that but uh I'm about 99% positive it was on Stern they did a and uh uh gosh knows it was so good it's probably my favorite song by them, it was a cover song that they co- that they did in studio with Stern, and I cannot remember what it was, but I remember used to love it and going to YouTube to, to sort it out. Um, like right when I discovered them, but uh, but anyways, I, I'll find that. I'll send you a link. Uh, you, you can check it out, and you know, I guess it's one of those things you'll hear it and be like, man, these guys are good. They're talented, um, but then again, sorting out music that you'll like by them, you you probably won't get very far. Uh, if you were like me and Matthew, um, but uh, yeah, so there's that. But hey, it was a good one. I, I, I'm glad we did that one because I got to see what I really thought about him. Because uh, the I have of them is where I stopped. And if you ask me if I was a fan of them uh, two weeks ago, I would have sure. Whereas now, uh, you know, I might maybe not so much. I'd bring up the songs. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, well, because I, I, I would say I, if you asked me like a week ago or two weeks ago now, probably that, uh-huh. like my opinion of them. And I said, well, I don't really know their music, but, you know, they're probably fine. Yeah. But um, I guess, it, you know, it, this is not the exercise because it shows like the 
kind of subtleties in that genre of music. I mean, huh. I think it's, you know, because there's like, even like, even different layers in like the groups we've mentioned already, where like there's some groups that are like a little bit poppier, maybe. Then sure. there's the, song, the groups that are like a bit heavier. And I would think maybe say like even like Striper or like Motley were, were heavier compared to like, I don't know, like Poison and I don't know, uh, Britney Fox, just groups like that. Right, right, um, right. So, um, so, but so it's nice to kind of show that there are groups that kind of that were different, you know, in the in the, that genre of music that I think everybody just kind of assumes they all sound alike, look alike, sure. and you know, very good point. Yeah, that they, you know, there is differences in there. It's just you know, obviously what you like and don't like. I like that point, Matthew. And and while I'm thinking about it, this probably could go at the end of the show, but while I'm thinking about it, um, you mentioned Poison. I was reading something the other day, um, and, of course, everything, especially with music and movies and stuff like that, it's all very uh, subjective. Um, so when you see an article, it's just one guy's opinion, uh, one woman's opinion, or uh, at, uh, media articles for the gospel sometimes. But anyways, it was an article about how Poison, uh, and they even mentioned, which I thought was really cool. Um, and if you, uh, then you know how much I, I like this band right now, Classes Act. But uh, they're talking about how Poison and them were the, uh, they're killing during this tour. And Poison should probably be uh, co headlining. But uh, apparently they're really nice guys, down to earth guys. And um, that's why, and I, it's all very subjective. I'm just saying what I read. Uh, they should be uh, co-headlining with Motley Crue uh, and Def Leppard, um, but they've kind of taken a back seat, uh, you know, just because they have been killing it each night. And the biggest way was people are saying that C.C. DeVille has never sounded better. Like, he is just on right now. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, um, you know, real thing. I've seen Poison in concert. Uh, really good, really fun concert. You know, Brett Michael, people f- can feel how they feel about him as a singer, but uh, he is a great front man, and he does very good work and, uh, you know, his limits as far as the singing and what have you. But I've seen him live, very good band, and uh, so I can definitely see. I haven't seen Crew or, or uh, uh, shoot, Def Leppard or, you know, uh, the others, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I, yeah I do know uh, that he they put on a good show. Poison puts on a good show, so I could see that. But I thought it was really neat how um, uh, you know, I, and and they're just talking about how down to earth they were, and uh, how but I guess how good they are. So um, I think it you see people that's been doing it headlining for many many been together forty years, and that they're still like that. Yeah, that is cool because they were you know I think as far as the eighties, obviously they're you know they're at the top of the mountain and. First, and even in the early 2000s, I'll throw this in here too, that I was listening to a podcast about um, the TV show Rock of Love, you know, obviously with Brett mm-hmm. Michaels and kind of sure. how they're talking about how Poison got a little bit of you know publicity from that show and got some love. Right. Um, so I know they did have a later career uh, surgeons too. So as far as a group, and I would, like I said, for me, and this might not be right, but I'll, I would definitely put them on the same level of Motley, I would say, as far as, like, size, popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Motley, Motley was probably bigger after the after the 80s, like in the 90s and 2000s, maybe with, like, Crew Fest and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, but I would definitely put them on the same level. So, um, so with them being kind of like third, you know, third in command, and I totally um, agree with you. Yeah, like kind of being like the, you know, the group that's, um, I don't know what you would call those groups, but like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a third banana by Def Leppard mm-hmm. and Motley, and they're, they're mm-hmm. still cool about it. You know, that's just no one's big ever on called them. it. I've never called it third banana, by the way. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. No, I I, I totally I totally agree. I, I always wonder how those conversations go because uh, you know th- that that to me has got to be pretty uh, pretty fascinating. You've got this band been together. I don't want to say eighty three. Uh, so Poison's been together since eighty. Okay. Um... Yeah, well, because I know that I know Poison and Motley all started around the same time. Um, How that goes. Po- yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Who? Of course, poison. Right? Who? Poison. Yeah, Poison. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Um, really? I think they. Uh, I don't. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think they. Um, I don't know. I'll look that up because I, I. I honestly don't think they were. Well, I'll say this: if they're not, uh, then they are eventually going to be. Uh, okay, here you go. VH1 has ranked them at, at number one on their list of the top five hair metal bands of the '80s. Uh, now, I'm not saying you have to agree with that, but if uh, VH1 uh, rates your band number one, um, you know that that well, that right there says, hey, you know. Uh, they are playing second fiddle to another hair band. Uh, two more hair bands, to be honest with you. Well, I don't know. I don't ever consider Def Leppard. I mean, they are, but I don't know. They feel different to me, and I don't know what I'm saying, or I can't give you an explanation for that. But I've never – Def Leppard just always felt different to me. But nonetheless, uh, I, I just always wondered, like, how that came about. Um, and maybe, you know, as I said with the article, they're good guys. Maybe they didn't look at it as a slap in the face. Maybe they looked at it as a chance of, hey, we're going to make some good money here. I don't know. Yeah, excuse me. This seems to be like like a obviously a really big tour for all all you know all groups involved and sure. Um, so yeah, I think they definitely um, I think they definitely um, wanted to be a part of it regardless of where they were on the card, I guess. Yeah, um, point. It's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. So I I, I know I got us way off there, but uh, but that's what we're here for, right? So. Anyways, uh, so Matthew, good topic. Uh, good topic tonight. We've got things that we do not like about the music. Um, I've kind of got, I don't know how you do it, uh, and I'm open to do it however you want. I've got kind of a, a list, and I'll elaborate, uh, but I've kind of, I've got, I've just jotted down some things that I do not like about the music industry, and uh, mine, I would say, are basically comparing it, like, and I'm, I'm, Mine went into like the perspective of today's music industry. No, I don't know how you did it, and uh, but but again, that that's kind of where I went. And um, you know, we we could kind of bounce it back and forth if you'd like. Uh, however you want to do it, we'll do it. Yeah, we can bounce it uh, back and forth. Uh, I'm down with that, like we uh, normally do. Um, yeah. So, who you want to get get started? All right, so. Uh... Uh, so, oh, I got, got it. it. Okay, well, it don't matter. You go, I'll tell you what. I'll go first. Let's try something. I'll go first because you always kill me when you go first. So uh, I'll, I'll try to get a leg up. <laughs> um, 
Okay, my number one thing about uh, that I di- dislike about the music industry today is um, I feel like uh, attention spans aren't what they used to be. It's like it's, it's always what have you done for me lately? Um, you know, uh, I um and, and top of the world, and uh, in a few years, like they're at the bottom of the, the lineup, so to speak. So I, I guess I'm, and I should probably elaborate. That's pretty broad. I think you can get it. But my biggest thing is I think people in general, uh, in the you know, in the music, uh, people that you could spend how you want, but a little bit less than what they were. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, I think I think I know what you mean. How um, it seems that um, I guess it seems like groups or artists have to put out music all the time, and I guess and they just can't. Um, I guess fans are always kind of demanding more from them. Sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yes. Yeah, so I know what you mean. And that kind of ties into my uh, first one I have listed here. How, uh, okay. hang on, let me pull, pull mine back up. It was uh, a fan, the things we don't like about the music industry. I said fans, just because uh-huh. fans can, I guess I'll put in the parentheses, fans can ruin anything. But what yeah. I mean, just for, just for an example, is uh, fans can. I know we mentioned it before um, with Kate Bush, but it kind of goes with the Metallica thing too, somewhat recently. How um, fans are obviously take their music very personal because obviously music is a personal thing. It's right. understandable. But um, I like some, you know, like Metallica, like some Metallica fans were kind of throwing shade at newer Metallica fans because they weren't, uh-huh. I guess, like they're, they're, they're fans of Metallica through the show, you know, Stranger Things, uh. not. You're not obviously like you're not a real fan. You know, you're a fan of the show, and you know that's all sort of a thing. They're taking um, too much ownership. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely. Um, and that's that's just like one example, but that was on my mind. Um, and like, and and I'm glad that Metallica, like, pretty much right out like, because it was a comment, I guess, that attracted some attention, mm-hmm. and they pretty much commented right back saying, you know, I'm glad, like, pretty much saying. Obviously, anybody can be a Metallica fan, regardless mm-hmm. of you know for how long or how what have you. So even like Metallica nice. shot them down. Yeah. So uh, so that kind of ties into mind how um, fans can almost ruin anything, uh, sure. a good thing, and uh, um, whether it's like with the Stranger Things stuff with like you know uh, Metallica, Kate Bush, you know. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, just fans can suck sometimes. We can suck because I guess we're fans as well. Yeah, but, but I, I'm glad that uh, you and I don't. Um, I, I agree. All right, let me say. Let me think about. It. No, I totally agree. Um, but man, I hate those fans that that take too much ownership. Like you should be so happy. Uh, I don't care where you're at in your in your fandom so to speak like if someone takes a liking to a band that you like that should make you excited um because the more like the more things they're gonna do um but you know and i and i i I guess with someone like metallica uh or kate bush i'm you know which we went over this i won't go into detail they're not thinking that way because these bands have already made it in the catalog but if you appreciate something, you should be happy that someone else appreciates it. But I digress. Uh, my, uh, my, I guess, kind of long-winded, and I, I won't make it. I'll try to sum it up quick. Um, 
My problem is uh, another problem I have with the music industry. You and I, we like a lot of small indie groups, uh, small groups trying to make it. Uh, and my problem today is your big artists, they, they've got promoters, producers, managers, advertisers, uh, bookers, social media gurus running their account, et cetera. And, you know, uh, the, some of the bands we like, they have to be a jack of all trades. You know, they have to be able to do everything just to make it, uh, you know. So uh, I, I know that's like anything in life. That's not just music. Uh, you know, the bigger you are, the more you have, whatever. But um, I, I don't – I think it's something because, uh, you know, they don't have the same – the rich get richer. I mean, I guess, you know, whatever. Uh, th these guys, they have to work extra hard to just get to where they are. And sometimes the music's even better as we both have seen many, many times as some of the bands we like, but you know, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's harder to make it today. Uh, it's not harder to be seen, but it's harder to make it. And I'll, and that, you know, I'll leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It is. It does seem to be harder to make it for smaller groups or groups that don't go viral. Mm -hmm. Um, which that kind of ties into my next point about, um, All right. um, and we can just, keep it, keep the conversation going how um like i said it sucks that like i said bands that um are so sm you know, are smaller like they have to do it themselves and right there's, there's probably five two groups um that well well i know one group off the top of my head or there's two probably now they're probably not like i know one group is done for sure and it's a group of the midnight club um yeah. they haven't put out they haven't put out any news or anything but their Instagram pretty much just promotes the solo work of the people in the group. You know, like, uh, so, so even then, I know like that group's probably done. Like, you oh, know, yeah. they haven't they haven't put out no even no nothing nothing new from them. So, right. right. Um, but so like just the way these groups are, I guess, not promoted or don't have the same reach as they used to, as far as sure. um, growing a fan base. Um, and I guess it's all about who goes viral, and mm -hmm. obviously, and some you know, some some sometimes that works out because, as we've seen, we mentioned Stranger Things. I mean, like Kate Bush had a song in the top ten, Metallica's in the top ten, even like you know, Journey, you know, because Journey's had separate ways in the, in the last couple of episodes, right? Um, and even then, I don't know if they were top ten, but they did chart for the first time in a while with that song. Sure. Um, so, um, so obviously that's pretty cool. You know, these groups that these songs that go viral that need to get a bigger promotion, sure. you know, but right. then, then it's just like on the flip side of that, how on Instagram for me, I've seen it where, um, obviously Instagram, TikTok, social media in general, mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously kind of how songs go viral on there and it's, you know, people put it a snippet of a song in like a video or picture or whatever of, you know, them doing something, right. um, which obviously is fine. They can do that. But how, um, some groups kind of try for that, try to go viral. Like there's a, right. a lower level like guy. And I'm going to say a lower level artist, you know, he, he's, you know, a few hundred thousand listeners or followers or whatever on Instagram. But all of his song videos are just him saying, "Use this song for like the videos. Use this song for for pictures or whatever." Yeah, They're pretty much saying, "Use my song for so it'll go viral." And it's just like I just I don't know. I just, this is not cool. It's kind of a sour taste, and you know, in the in the, in the mouth for me. Yeah, um, 
I get that. So it's just well, kind of ask... how. Go ahead. So, so I was going to say just how, like I said, obviously these smaller groups, obviously they can get a, they can blow up fast because of it going viral. But then, obviously, just the, the songs that don't need to go viral. Like there's there's that um there is is a is a popular soundbite because it's you know played on TikTok and Instagram over right. and over again. Um, but it's a it's an Aerosmith song that somebody kind of like altered and like sped it up, you know. So it's like it's like a chipmunk sound, uh-huh. right? And obviously it blew up and it's you know probably charted and it's just like you know kind of took the the original song uh-huh. and like you know changed it and now it's something new and now it's went viral for and it's, you know I just you know modern times yeah. I guess modern times. Yeah, no, I get that. I guess there's uh, there's two ways of that too. Like I, I totally agree with you. And, and you know, desperate's desperate. And if it looks desperate, then you know, uh, the now on the flip side of that, um, because and again, I wholeheartedly uh, agree with you. And I've seen that a bunch, uh, especially with some. Uh, I don't know for whatever reason it pops up in my feed. I see a bunch of country music, uh, young aspiring country music artists or aspiring country music artists trying to do the same thing, but. Uh, on the flip side, I think it's it can be really unique uh, when you have like like I know both of us listen to a band called Royal Sugar uh, out of Nashville, yes. and and yeah. you know I think they use the uh, social media in the right way. Like, hey, we're gonna listen how good we are. I mean, not they don't say this, but basically, basically their formulas. See how good we are. We um, we do uh, we do country or excuse me, we we do cover stuff that's awesome. And then, oh yeah, by the way, we got some other stuff too you need to check out, and uh, and they put their other stuff on there. So uh, I think that's kind of cool. Like I know a couple months ago they caught some uh, some head waves uh, by covering a uh, Def Leppard song, and yeah. uh, you yeah. know, and the band saw it and the band promoted it. So uh, and it was a cool way to get their stuff promoted. So I think you know you can do it in the right way without begging and uh, basically just saying using it to show people how good you are and let them hear your stuff and then, uh, and then bringing them back. So I totally agree with you. Um, I tend to, uh, tend to agree with you. And, um, so yeah, but, um, my next one is, uh, which it kind of goes with my last one. Uh, I, I, one thing I don't like about social, uh, not social media, the uh, music industry these days is the social media aspect. You know, most artists don't make any money. A lot of the bands that, there's a lot of bands that we like who probably don't don't have any probably have less money than we do uh, uh, and you know you've got to, it seems like these days you've got to be in it for the long haul I mean uh, there's very few that make money money from streaming I mean that's just a fact you know your bigger bands obviously your bigger groups artists they make money from streaming but uh, I, I researched this I think you had to have like they say you have to have at least like 120,000 streams a month to be making like, you know, pretty good money, like livable money. Uh, and I don't know, I don't know what's true. Someone might be listening to this and might be like, no, 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 no. Uh, let me explain better. Uh, and I'm all ears. But uh, from my research, that's basically what I found is like 120,000 streams will get you, um, you know, good money to, to make from your music. But uh, we both know there's a lot of bands we listen to who don't go nowhere near that. So I think that's tough, especially in a day and age where, you know, people aren't buying albums anymore. Um, So, you know, that makes it tough for these bands we like that are uh, young and upcoming or I shouldn't say young. There's some of them that aren't young that are upcoming. 
guy somewhere, but you know they obviously don't hit that one hundred twenty thousand a month uh, strength. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that kind of goes right into my mind. It's like the whole money thing. How, um, unfortunately, obviously, it's always been this way. You know, unfortunately, money kind of rules. Sure, rules all as far as like groups continuing on and putting out music and and obviously it sucks because there's a lot of groups. Like I said, like another group like uh, probably the scent. You know, like I said, obviously another good more, social media one. Yeah, like the scent where it's just like. I just don't know. Like, they, I don't know if they're going to make it just because they're not big enough. And like I said, there's yeah. like just some groups that are, they're awesome. They put out great songs, great music, and either they're you know they just don't. I guess it just doesn't look like they make a make a lot of, make a lot of a living. I guess they just, or they're living rough, you know. And uh-huh. and unfortunately, I know money kind of well keeps things keeps the ball rolling here. Unfortunately, and. Um, but I know that's just the way of the world, obviously, kind of, you know, yeah, you, it, you can only do it for, you can only do it for, you know, for, for nothing for so long before you have to quit. Yeah. And, and I know you're like me, you're dying to know, uh, what the deal is with the sense of man we both like, and I think we've been quite a few times with, uh, uh, they, you know, and, and like with his, in his case, I thought that he used social media very good. Uh, well, I guess he did as a band, they use social media pretty good when they were rolling. Um, but, uh, and I don't know the full story, but I want to say he was backed by, um, you know, someone in Nashville, uh, 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 Stephen Tyler's, um, ex, uh, I don't want to say ex-wife. I don't know if they were married, but, uh, he was funded by someone basically to, to uh, get started. And, uh, and I don't know if that came to an end. I don't know. I just know that, uh, we've not heard from him. And since July of like 2021, uh, basically the last time that, uh, you know, anybody's heard anything from him, but no, that, you know, I think you're exactly right there. Uh, very good example too. When you, when you talk about the sense, uh, um, I think you and I are on the same page with most of these too. It seems like, uh, we keep hitting each other's, uh, nail on the head, so to speak. Um, but, uh, so I, and I'll go right into my next one. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry if it comes off weird cause I'm trying to read what I put a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, and I guess a lot of mine tie into each other. Uh, but so my next one, long-term record deals don't exist anymore. Um, you know, you, you, you got to hit the ground running or you're out. Uh, they used to get plenty of time to perfect the sound. Uh, you know, like you sign with a company, uh, a, a record company, and, it, you know, you had time to, I guess, to, to hit your stride or find out who you are, find out what your sound is. And it's not like that anymore. It kind of goes back to my very first one where attention spans uh, – it's basically, you know, you give us something now or or you're, you're gone. So, uh, you know, I think the fact that there's not no long-term uh, record deals anymore, that kind of that kind of hurts things as well. Yeah, because, uh, you know, there are all these stories, you know, like say Metallica, you know, we mentioned them, how they, you know, I guess they, they put out so many great – they had so many albums to kind of, you know, kind of hone their sound and to where they – the like uh, Master of Puppets was their was their kind of their pinnacle, or right. well, early on it was the pinnacle. They know it's a black album, but you know I, get, I know it's not impossible to put out uh, you know albums independently now, just because mm-hmm. the the internet is kind of a benefit in that way. But sure, um, but yeah, it's just, it, it, I guess it was just easier back on the day to have the pr- promotion of a record industry behind you to kind of, like a record sure. company to 
keep you keep you rolling. You know, kind of yeah. keep you keep you going till you can make a little bit of money. You know, get big enough on your own. Yeah, um, totally agree. Um, so I'm gonna go with my next one and my last one. I, I didn't okay. have a whole long list, but um, and this is pretty much just uh, us thing, kind of like a low, like a living in a smaller city thing. How um, we don't get like by awesome bands playing locally, bands or artists like for sure. Um, it's just lack of satellite local bands that are obviously smaller and you mm-hmm. know obviously can support them which is a good thing but right like uh, a few weeks ago we saw well i saw uh the struts you know it mm-hmm. was somewhat locally like an hour away um and that's probably the biggest band that's going to come around i guess in this area you know For it, sure. you know the you know, group that's awfully popular they have songs that are in commercials they're, they're you know i think um they're pretty famous, you know, make a lot of headway in the music industry, especially in the rock side. And, um, but like I said, you know, but they're the biggest band that's going to come around. And, yeah. like, you know, it kind of sucks because, you know, if you wanted to see a bigger, a bigger group or even like a, bit, like a group a little bit bigger, um, you'd go to like, you know, the bigger cities, Charlotte, Raleigh, mm-hmm. um, or even like uh, Atlanta, you know. These bigger, you know, obviously a lot, lot, you know, a lot bigger cities to see these groups and stuff. That unfortunately you're just not going to see in, in a smaller, smaller town or you know, uh, smaller region. I would say so. Yeah. Um, obviously, that kind of a personal one, just for our, you know, obviously for us because we live in a smaller town. But like, for you know, sure, um, smaller town, and it was just kind of, you, you know, you, you don't see big, bigger groups, you know, live anymore in right. your area unless you're willing to travel um so yeah so that's kind of my last one just, okay something, something that sucks about the music industry well to, to piggyback off of that because i think my next one and it's funny how these have gone tonight i don't think we could have planned this any better my next one kind of piggybacks off that my note is uh, uh must make money off of live shows uh these days and smaller acts rarely break even on them so uh you know essentially with no streaming, you kind of you kind of make you got to make your nut off of the uh, the uh, and uh, you know fortunately uh, you know a lot of the, the smaller acts aren't playing they're playing a play you know they're they're breaking even um, and again they're not making money off of streams so uh, you know where do you make your money at you're not selling albums these days so uh, you know you really depend on uh, you know hard back and following for people. And, uh, you know, we just both know it goes back to the first one, that how attention spans are. So I guess go, all that, it's really, really tough to um, to just make money these days. And, and I'll say this because my last one kind of ties in with the, all these other ones, too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, music has it, become a visual thing. You know, you, what you talked about earlier about, uh, you know, uh, social media presence and stuff, how uh, it's kind of, you know, it's presentation and uh and how you know a lot of it's how they look uh, especially with your pop artists and stuff like that all that really plays in a huge part so uh i guess everything together i, I guess the key to my theme it seems like is uh you got to stream you got to you've got to have a lot of followers streaming your music you've got to have uh, uh be presentable it's about your presentation and you better uh sell out uh some shows some bigger venues 
which of course all this is almost impossible, but that's almost what it takes these days. You essentially you you better have already been big before album sales have uh, stopped. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, so I guess it all comes back to the whole kind of you know, money thing, kind of how uh-huh. um, obviously you know obviously money kind of all allows these groups to keep going and. Um, right. You know, like bands don't get like a lot of radio play anymore. So, you know, they can't make money from the radio. Obviously, yeah. if you make money streaming, you know, songs on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Right. And um, so they got, they, the only way they can make a living is just p- playing and p- playing and playing over and over again. Um, which, you know, obviously that's good for, you know, the places that they go. But like I said, we're not really. Our, we're not benefiting from these, you know, increased playing. Yeah. I guess you know, playing these smaller venues. Sure. Um, so, uh, so let me ask you this, Matthew: What's the solution? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like I said, I guess if you knew uh, that, you'd be a millionaire. Yeah, like I said, I don't know because, um, obviously, I guess I don't know because, you know, at, at the same time, from you know, the. I guess these groups can have this really large reach, you know, these groups, like, like I said, you know, from like Fenway and, you know, the Scandinavian countries like, you know, Reckless Love, for instance, you know, one of my favorites, you know, probably 10 or 15 years ago, probably maybe 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have heard of them. I, I wouldn't have been a fan. I, I would have no idea who they were. Right. But, you know, obviously, you know, I, I live in a town in North Carolina and, I'm a fan of Reckless Love, a group that's probably never been in North Carolina, you know, yeah. let alone this, the east side of the United States. So, um, so it's just one of those things that obviously the internet kind of allows us huge reach, but, um, but at the same time, I guess it's just kind of saturation, you know, there's sure. so many things online trying to get your attention and, um, and I, I, you know, social media at the same time is just, the reach can be large, but there's just so many, so many things pulling your attention that right. um, it's kind of hard to break through all the muck. I guess if you're a group and kind of make that's a it. good point. I like that. It, it's I, as well said. It is kind of hard to break through all the muck. I know that's uh, you know you're just speaking from the heart, but uh, that's I don't know. That's essentially it in a nutshell, man. It's uh that's the way it is. And, um, you know, I, I, I wish I knew the solution. I think that, uh, if uh, one of us did, we'd be, uh, millionaires, but, uh, I don't think there is a solution. I think that's just the way society is these days. Um, you know, um, I, I, but I, at the same time to, to, to try to be more positive, I think that, uh, certain, certain bands are, are, are doing it. Um, you know, they're figuring out a way, uh, you know, you mentioned reckless love, uh, and I know maybe it ain't, no, it, it ain't as much help from the U S as, uh, as I'd like to, but, uh, there are certain ones like them or, you know, massive wagons is one that I like. It's got a forthcoming album coming up. Um, so there are certain ones that are doing it, you know, and I don't, and I wish I, I wish I could figure out like why it is they're doing it. Why, why there's certain things are like, like for example, and I don't want to go down a whole another rabbit hole tonight, but take uh, take Steel Panther. Why them? Why are they figuring it out? Um, you know, there's others that are just as talented, 
Uh, or maybe they're not. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're not just as talented. Maybe uh, fate, uh, you know, and I know I'm a Christian, uh, and I don't want to, like, try to get anybody else. Uh, I don't want to offend anyone, but, like, maybe uh, maybe that's the good Lord saying, hey, these guys are worth it. Uh, these guys are that talented. It's time to reward them. I don't know, but I would love to know why some of them, like, why, you know, why some of them are getting there and others aren't because we both know a lot of bands and you mentioned the scent already that uh, I personally feel have everything it takes. But, uh, but of course we both know that it's, uh, it just haven't happened for someone like that yet. Uh, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a very good, uh, it's a good question, but I, I think that uh, uh, my first thought and I'll turn it over to you. Uh, my first thought uh, uh, after us doing this list is uh uh, I didn't, this was the one list that I would say, yeah, as far apart as we are on every other list, this is the one we'll be even more far apart on, but it sounds like we both, uh, see the same things when it comes to, um, you know, uh, music industry. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. We, cause I know we didn't discuss our list ahead of time. And, um, so we kind of, uh, went hand in hand on a lot of it, um, so yeah, it's kind of funny how right. things work out. Um, yeah, work out that sure. way. Um, yes, yeah, so that was fun. I said another good yeah. list. Um, you know, very good list. Yeah, I have to think of uh, something else next time. Uh, no, next well, time we'll, we'll be in person next time. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, you come up with some good ones. Uh, I know you had a you had a good one for us to use the next time. What was it? Do you remember offhand? Um, I, well, I definitely saved it. Um. Yeah, tell me what it was. Cause I remember you, the last one you told me, uh, I uh, I was a big fan of. Um, yeah, because uh, I know we mentioned it um, at the time. Um, well, uh, I don't know. And I want to say uh, while you're while you're looking for that, I want to say like uh, you know if, if anybody we mentioned at the beginning of the show, but I don't know if we were very transparent. But if anyone hasn't recognized yet, who's a long time listener. This is our first virtual one, uh, so we were kind of excited to try this. I know Matthew's only a mile away from me, but uh, we we kind of we've been wanting to try this for a while, doing it virtual. So I can't wait to see how it goes. I might listen to my first episode uh, this week just to see how this went, at least some of it. But uh, but uh, it's been fun, and I think it's went good. I can't wait to see uh, you know uh, hear for myself how it went. But I think it's went good. But again, going back to it. You again. You had a good topic, and if you can't find it, I might. But uh, let's see. Well, uh, no, uh, what I have here is a couple of music video based ones. Mm. Um, I don't know. I say I don't know what we talked about. That's a, a couple of weeks ago now, but um, I'm sure we'll come up with something regardless. Yeah. Um, we always do. I know. Um, before we we get off here too, and you probably got more stuff than I got, but I had one thing for you. Uh, that I wanted to hit you with uh, as far as news of the week. Um, there was this thing I saw on Twitter. Uh, it said, from the four listed below, which is the best original slash replacement singer combination? Uh, and here, let me give you the list, and I just want to see what, and I'll tell you what the percentages was. But the first one is Ozzy slash Dio. So we're talking about original singer slash uh, replacement singer. So we got Ozzy slash Dio. Uh, Roth slash Hagar, Scott slash Johnson. If anybody's listening, uh, that I meant uh, um, Black Sabbath, Van Halen, and now Scott slash Johnson. That would be ACDC. 
And then Deano slash Dickinson, which if anyone's listening, that would be Iron Maiden. So you've got uh, Black Sabbath, Van Halen, ACDC, and Iron Maiden. Um, and which one of those would you vote for, Matthew? So this is the best duo or the uh, best? Yeah, uh, best, best well, the question says best original slash replacement. I took it as, personally, I took it as uh, which was the best that uh, the replacement picked it up and went even farther. Okay, okay, so okay, so pretty much which group was bigger after the replacement took place? Yeah. Uh, well, um, not to go off the rails here, but um, I would actually say Steve Perry because he was not the original oh. lead singer of Journey. Oh, there you went. Uh, you went with that. Yeah, so he's uh, he wasn't the original lead singer of Journey. I think they put it. I can't. I've never heard the original lead singer because obviously I've only heard Steve Perry and Journey. So I know he wasn't the original singer, but obviously he's synonymous and there isn't, you know, he is no, the main the singer from Journey pretty much. All right, so. so if you had to go with one of these, which one would you have went with? And which that's, one of these? That's probably uh, better. Um, well, so you said Black Sabbath, Van Halen. Um, ACDC. ACDC and Iron Maiden. Um if, well, if I'm being biased, well, let me think things through here. Um, I, I didn't. I, I tell you this: I didn't go with my favorite band. I went with which one I thought was the best replacement. I'll tell okay, you that. So, the, so, I don't want to sway you. So unbiased, pretty much what you're trying to. Yeah. So I would say I would say uh, unbiased. Um, well, because I don't think Black Sabbath was bigger without Ozzy. For sure. And same, same for Van. Well, Van Halen was probably more commercial, but. I think that I think all the fans pretty much love David Lee Roth era yeah, better. Sure. Um, I'll probably say Iron Maiden. Um, okay. I know, I, I know Iron Maiden was already, you know, I guess with the re- original lead singer, they're yeah. kind of a different group. They're a little bit more punk and a little bit, you know, more right. r- raw sounding. But um, I don't know if they would have had the longevity that they would have with um, Bruce Dickinson if they had the original lead singer. Um, Deanna, I think his name is Deanna. Yeah, um, Deanna. Yes, yeah, so I would say yes. Yeah, so I'll go to Iron Maiden. Okay, so you, uh, I went with uh, Scott and Johnson. I went ACDC, which you went with the second. Uh, well, I shouldn't say second best. This is all a hypothetical. This is all subjective. But it's funny you mentioned uh, Deanna Dickinson got twenty six percent. I went with Scott Johnson got thirty one percent. Uh, Ozzy and Dio got 24. So we went with the first and second. So I think we had good picks. And then Roth and Hagar with 19%. So uh, I think we had really good picks. Obviously, it went with the first and second one. And I thought it was a pretty good list. But, uh, but yeah, so that was – that was uh, I thought that was a pretty good one. But uh, you got any uh, news, anything uh, worthy of uh, bringing up here at the end? Um, let me see here. I might have a uh, – uh, well, maybe not, not not any news, but I guess I do have some um, recommendations. Um, yeah, that's weird. So, uh, yes, recommendations-wise, um, Joe, uh, that's Joe Keery, you know, a mm-hmm. DJ, uh, he released another song called Bloom. It's okay. a, a single off his new album that's coming out in September. It's pretty good. Um, he's put two out now from that new album. Nice. Um, and... There's a kind of a song, well, kind of a very, I don't know, kind of a 
let me say this. The, well, the, the song is by a group called Hot Freaks. Okay. And the song is Puppy Princess. Puppy um, Princess. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's definitely still rock, but it's very like sugary and poppy. It's kind of like okay. You know, kind of how they say like uh, some pop is like disposable. Kind of you listen yeah. to it and it's sure. like it's not meant to be deep. It's not meant to like make you think existential about yourself, your life, or right. anything. Sure. You pretty much put it on and you just kind of let it play and you enjoy it. Okay. Um, this is that in a nutshell. Like I said, it's, it's very fun, catchy, um, but not serious at all. It's, I don't want to make fun of it because saying it was, it's like a joke, but it's definitely um, just not serious at all. Um, and nice. um, I'm, I'm going to shout out someone that, funny enough, me and my wife find this person hilarious. It's a, it's a drag queen. Um, but funny enough, kind of like the reverse of like, maybe like the Steel Panther where obviously they're dressed, you know, kind of extravagantly, crazily, right. Right. their song, their, their songs are obviously a bit of a joke. Um, the drag queen is Trixie Mattel. Um, okay. obviously it's a guy, obviously dressed up as a woman, which, you know, that's your thing. That's totally fine. Right. Um, but she's, but, uh, so he's, he's just very funny as a great person, you know, you know. Uh, wild personality, but his songs right. are serious songs about himself. But, you know, not this alter ego he has. You know, right. so that's different compared to like, like I said, like a Steel Panther. Yeah, but like uh, his his songs are pretty, but they're good. That's what I heard. I've listened to a whole lot, but he has a song called Video Games that's very good as well. So, um, so yeah, there's just a few recommendations um, this okay. fine evening. Okay, and I'll I'll. Uh... I want you to be thinking about a homework for this week, and I'll finish my recommendations. Um, Royal Sugar, which I mentioned earlier in the show, me and Matthew both like a uh, small band out of Nashville trying to make it. Uh, they are originally the Western Sons, uh, but a very, very talented group. Uh, they put out a new song uh, called California Nightmare. Uh, it's okay. You know, it's, I, I'll tell you to listen uh, because it's one of those you might really, really like. I think they've got better. But uh, better songs, but, you know, I, I love this group, and I, and I like the direction they're going, so uh, check it out. Um, uh, off the cuff, uh, it's funny. I mentioned this next one. It's not a new song. It's definitely not a new song. It's not a new cover. Uh, but, uh, you know, I let my daughter likes back, uh, black, uh, black. My daughter likes the Backstreet Boys, as does my wife. Um, and, you know, I just thought this week to let them hear uh, Steel Panthers cover of I uh, which they uh, loved <laughs> yeah so they, they love that so uh you know if you haven't heard their cover of backstreet boys check it out i want it that way still panther um so there's mine now before we close out the show matthew give us some homework for this week who are we going to listen to all right so um i'm choosing an artist from the pop top hits list on spotify oh, right. so this is kind of the um my primarily pop artist um so some people Looking at looking at this list, some I know, some I don't, just because you know, I am I guess a little more the poppier of the duo here, but mm -hmm. I can't say I know it. Often uh, all pop here, so some of these I have no idea who they are. Um, right. So, so just talking through here while I choose. Um, so I'm assuming one of these song, songs or artists definitely going to be one from um, the TikToks that we sure. we might have heard in passing. Okay. So. Um, so okay, so this is a popular artist. I'm, I tried to land it on. 
Um, I can't say – I don't know if we've done this artist before. Okay. No, we didn't. We, we did somebody similar, I think. Okay. I can't remember. But uh, Doja Cat. Oh, Doja Cat. I've heard that yeah. name here recently. Yeah, so she's a bigger artist. She's um, most famously, as of recently, she, uh, funny enough, she um, kind of had a little bit of a feud with uh, Noah Schnapp. He's a will off of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Um, because, to cut the story short, she wanted to uh, pretty much, she DM'd him about contacting right. somebody from the show. Yeah. Um, the dude that plays the Eddie Munson from the show wanted to touch on the call right him. And uh pretty much, you know, Noah Schnapp kind of like put it put it out there for the world to see that she was trying to slide into this dude's DMs and oh. uh, she didn't she didn't like it. It says some disparaging things about him. Oh, so wow. uh so yeah, so this is an artist that I've definitely heard of. Can't say I know All none right. of her songs, so uh yeah. this will be new for both of us. All right, yeah, definitely. I'm excited for that one. All right, so that, that's our homework for this week. Dude, I think tonight went good. I can't wait to see how it went. Uh, but I can't stress enough, before we go off air, I can't stress enough how thankful I am uh, for all these listens we're getting. Um, you know, guys, I can't tell you how thankful I am. I did not expect it to spot like it did this week. This is our biggest week since we've started this uh, this podcast. So I'm very, very thankful. And, uh, you know, if you're listening, you know, it just – I don't know what to say. I'm thankful. But, uh, but so we got some good homework. Got to come up with a good topic. We'll on track regularly. But um, appreciate it, guys. Yep. Thank y'all again. Like I said, I know you kind of primarily run the account, so I don't, I don't really have access to the uh, to the stats or anything. So yeah, when you told me that, it was a surprise. Um, you had so many listens this week. So again, oh, we, uh, yeah, we I backed that up. I appreciated it. Um, yeah, we're gonna keep on keeping on and you know, see where this takes us all. So, uh, again, uh, so this has been another good episode, and we'll see y'all again, obviously, next time. So, uh, peace right. out. We'll see you guys Sunday. Peace. See ya.